because they are Democrats and keeping the filibuster seems hella dumb. Um, we wouldn't want to be too harsh on them Republicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might come back and do something yeah. mean to us. Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, we can't arrest the gang leader or the gang will do something mean. <laughs> Everyone knows you always negotiate with terrorists. They buy their short positions and build a fence around it that no one else can buy. And the retail investors came back and were like, oh, you're way over positioned on this. So all we have to do is drive up the price a little bit. And Melvin Capital so far has lost $5 billion and 30% of their net worth this year. <laughs> Just in the month of January. Welcome back to Slightly Informed. It is day seven of Joe Biden's presidency, and student loans are still a thing, so that sucks. <laughs> the country's on fire and everyone's dying. <laughs> uh, so this one we're going to Where's talk my 2K, okay, bitch? Exactly. You got my money? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk politics, and then uh, a little bit about our little meme war. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, day seven, Joe Biden's president, and... Doing a lot of talking for someone who owes us two grand. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sign a lot of other bills that yeah. aren't my two grand. Uh, or not really bills. I think his first week was a lot of executive action. Yeah. Uh, to be Paris, expected. Yeah. Paris Climate Accord. Paris Climate Accord. Which is ridiculous. Why does he care more about the people of Paris than yeah, he you does about right, all of Ted Cruz's <laughs> tweet? So we could, just, we could read that aloud. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't understand what the Paris Climate Accord is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was outrageous. Yeah, and as always, AOC fucking roasted his ass. Because uh, that's what she's good at. You got it, Nick? By rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement, President Biden indicates he's more interested in serving in the views of the citizens of Paris than in the jobs of the citizens of Pittsburgh. <laughs> this agreement will do little to affect the climate and will harm the livelihoods of Americans. So fucking dumb, man. A yeah. And AOC had a tweet that was like t along the lines of like, this fucking idiot must think the Geneva Convention like controls the citizens of Geneva. <laughs> <laughs> she roasted him. It yeah. was so funny. It, his... People were talking about Geneva Convention, the Treaty of Versailles, like <laughs> the Warsaw Pact, like <laughs> The Greta Thunberg one was pretty good, too. The, so happy that USA has finally rejoined the Pittsburgh Agreement. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. So that was super dumb. Uh, but we are back in the Paris Climate Agreement. Not not a surefire fix, but hey, good to be back in. Good to be included. Better than nothing. Yeah. Good to be part of the team again. Um, what else did we do? Uh, overturned. Uh, the transgender ban in the military overturned the Muslim ban by executive action. Halted for our, uh, the building of the border wall. Yeah, and okay. uh, Keystone, Keystone XL stopped that too. That's so there's been some executive action. Things. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a weird fight because Biden wants to pass his COVID relief bill through uh, regular, regular order, yep. which basically means they need 60 votes in the Senate versus 50. <laughs> which is just... Yeah, not gonna happen. It was just not gonna happen. Um, and Mitch McConnell had a really funny play this week where he was trying to get Chuck Schumer to agree to not get rid of the filibuster, um, even though he has no real leverage to make that a thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> or what, Mitch? Yeah, or what? Exactly. <laughs> he was like holding up the the. He was basically filibustering the new Senate coming in and taking their committee chair. <laughs> 
championships. Never That's, been filibuster before. Yeah, that was like his or what was like, where I won't give you your gavel, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he eventually had to fold on that after uh, Mnuchin and Cinema came out and were like, fine, whatever, we won't get rid of the filibuster. Um, and who knows if they'll flip back on that because they are Democrats and g- keeping the filibuster seems hella dumb. Um, we wouldn't want to be too harsh on them Republicans. <laughs> they might come back and do something yeah. mean to us. Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, we can't arrest the gang leader or the gang will do something mean. <laughs> Everyone knows you always negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> That's the slogan. <laughs> yeah, so they tried to hold that up. Uh Mitch McConnell finally caved and said whatever because he realized he's not going to get... Chuck Schumer kept being like, no. No. Why would we do that? Yeah. Why would we guarantee that's off the table? <laughs> like, that's dumb. Yeah. No, you're not in power anymore. Like, yeah. So um, it was pretty interesting there. Um, the only way to pass the COVID relief bill through normal order is to get rid of the filibuster, right. which I think they should do because we already got rid of it uh, for Supreme Court judges and federal justices, which is why uh, Mitch McConnell was able to pack like 400 judges onto the federal level. Record breaking. Yeah, you only needed 50 votes. So breakneck uh, speed. Yeah, uh, and people are trying to fucking Joe Scarborough. I saw a clip of him today, and man looks like he aged 10 years in like two. <laughs> I don't really know what happened there, um, but he was talking about how like man you. Like, you can't expect Christian Cinema and Joe Manchin to govern in a super progressive way. Uh, they got to protect the filibuster. And it's like, you think if you go to West Virginia and we're like, do you guys care a lot about the filibuster? Anyone want to know what the fuck you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we have a cursory understanding of it because we do a politics podcast and we don't even know what the fuck it does. I just know you have to get 60 votes instead of 50. But if you were like, look, you could get $2,000 but we'd lose the filibuster. Right. And yeah, everyone, right. like, hair on fire, we can't lose the filibuster. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, will, I will lose my house yeah. before we lose the filibuster yeah, and the sanctity yeah, yeah. of the Senate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's what I don't get. They were like, uh, they're arguing as if this is like some holier-than-thou thing, but what the people want is for the government to actually function and do good things for them. Right. If you passed the minimum wage increase, if you bailed out like states and funded state and local governments, gave everyone 2000 instead of 1400 would anyone turn around and be like well i would vote for the democrats but they ended the filibuster and right. that's just not something i can abide by yeah you know like i <laughs> like they're setting up some fake argument that doesn't exist no one gives a fuck the about audience the audience isn't there yeah like no yeah no one cares no yeah. one knows what the filibuster is it doesn't exist it exists because they fake made it up in the senate yeah it supposedly wasn't even a thing before the Civil Rights Act. It's like, oh, this many people voted for it. <laughs> Not so fast. Yeah. We're just going to sit up here and talk until you get 60. And you don't even have to talk anymore. You just have to threaten the filibuster, and then it just doesn't go to vote. And so it's the dumbest thing ever. It, it, it stops the Senate from functioning. Like, winning yeah. the Senate means nothing, because all the other person has to do is hold on to more than 40, and you're good. Just sit on their hands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can just sit on your hands and do nothing. Yeah. So... We've been, but again, leave it to the Democrats to be like, well, we couldn't pass anything for the last four years because Mitch was there, right. um, and now we can't pass anything because Mitch is still here. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell yeah. was stopping us, and now Senator Minority, Minority Leader, Leader Mitch McConnell <laughs> is, is stopping still us. Still stopping us. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's the it's the dumbest thing in the world. And obviously Republicans all pivoted at like they do every time they lose an election to be like, well, now we got to really care about this deficit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting a little out of hand here. <laughs> uh, I know I didn't mention it over the last six years, but it's getting a little out of control. Bad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't fucking know. I... On the benefit, on the bright side, we do have Chairman Sanders, Woo! yeah, budget of the committee. budget committee, yeah. who says, "Fuck you guys, I'm just gonna pass it through budget reconciliation." reconciliation. <laughs> yes, fifty-one votes, bitch. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how this all plays out. It's kind of the government's in an interesting place right now, where yeah. they're not really doing anything. <clears throat> I think. Uh, they're focusing on getting their uh, cabinet appointments and stuff through, and we also have the deliverance of the second impeachment nah. to the Senate, uh, which happened yesterday, uh, to little fanfare. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy texted me and was like, did they impeach the president today or what? And I was like, yeah, they did. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't hear jack about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It feels like... It feels like we're in the throes of like like Weimar Germany, where it's like they're trying to make a government that's like, hold on, everyone, let's yeah. not have another one of those big war things. Yeah. Let's not break down. Yeah. We'll just make a government that appeases every one of these factions yeah. at once, including the fascists. Yeah, exactly. That's we're gonna, gonna make go really happy. well. Yeah, yeah. everyone's <laughs> gonna be happy. Nothing could go wrong. Yeah, no, I, th I think the way you strive for unity is by doing actual good things for the vast majority of the citizens. Yeah. Um, but they're just not going to do that. I mean, that's the only so rising far. tide that actually lifts all boats. Yeah, because the exactly. rich get richer when we get richer. Yeah, exactly. It all flows money. back up to the top. Yeah, it's, like, it's the way it normally goes. If you, if you fill their fucking ocean, it doesn't ri float our boats. You know? No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. no. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just the Democrats Democratin, you know? Kind of just doing Democrat. as little as possible. Yeah, <laughs> just well, Democrat things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're just doing over there. <laughs> if we pass this through budget reconciliation, then what are they gonna do next time they have the Senate? That's literally their argument yeah. for the filibuster. Yeah. Is like maybe it's just better to do nothing ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than if give them the nothing, power, yeah. there's a chance they might do nothing. When yeah. They have power. Except the Republicans actually like doing, doing nothing. Things. Yeah. <laughs> like they're cool to sit on their hands, but. The Biden administration made a lot of promises, including a check they so far can't cash. Right. Uh, because where's my fucking money, man? That was supposed to be day one. They kept saying it in their ads. But the, the checks will go immediately out the door. Yeah. And now they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. United governance. That's what the people <laughs> really want. <laughs> we got to set aside our differences now. Yeah, that's the passion project of anyone who's struggling right now is united governance. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish... That Mitch and Pelosi could just get along, you know. Yeah. Like I just wish they were friends. I wish they were at brunch. Yeah. That that seemed. That, that's what <laughs> Joe Manchin literally said. That they, like they were. Uh, he got an interview question that was like, "Well, what are you gonna do if if uh, Mitch McConnell doesn't back down and you don't want to end the filibuster?" And he was just like, "You know, Mitch and Schumer just gotta work that out." <laughs> come it's to boys come night. to an agreement. <laughs> Look, they're going to go play some pool in a smoke-filled room, and they're going to talk it out. Yeah. Maybe they should fight it out. They should. Mm, I think they should put that on Twitch. 
I think they should get back to the days where you could beat the fuck out of someone with a cane on the Senate floor. Yeah. And just like yeah. see what happens. Or oh, challenge yeah. someone to a duel. Yeah, right? Like I I think we go that far back. Yeah, yeah. I think we go yeah. back to just meet me out front. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Slap me in the face with a white glove. <laughs> <laughs> There's about to be an empty seat to fulfill in the 15th district. Right? <laughs> I demand satisfaction. <laughs> I will not be spoken down to by the likes of a Vanderhill. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It just, it's, it's a depressing first week. But then again, what were they actually going to do? Were they actually going to cut us a check? No. Like, was it ever going to be two grand? No, no. They already walked that back. It's 1400 no. Um, No help. No S- help. Still. Yeah. 1400 Still 1400 Just give me I'll, the fucking I'll two it. grand. Just, just I'll take it, but come on. Cut the money. Yeah, come on. Come if on there, I pal. Can, if I can just send the money and forget it to multiple Patreons that I actually find useless... You guys can just give us two grand. Yeah. Come on. What's an extra 600 bucks? And none of them it's understand, a... like, for the longest time we were worried about, like, bribery for vote scams. This is the ultimate bribe. Like, bribe <laughs> me for my vote. Like, I, like the more you cash you hand me. Yeah. Be more well off. Yeah, you exactly. Exactly. Vote for Democrats. We like giving people cash. Yeah. Like, that would be the easiest slogan ever. Yeah. But no, they just can't fucking help themselves. Because the, the Republicans are going to talk about the economy, John. <laughs> yeah. They're going to talk about, and then what Haven't do we you say? Seen the what deficit. Will, what will we even say <laughs> in return? <laughs> oh my God! Do you want to sell your grandchildren to China? Yeah, <laughs> multiple senators have come out and said that. This is just debt we're passing on to our grandkids. I was like, yeah, you didn't worry about that when you passed a two trillion dollar tax cut, though. So yeah, yeah. where's my fucking two Crocodile trillion dollars? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So fucking miserable. <laughs> I hate them all. Oh, the swamp. Yeah. The swamp. Cool if we got just someone to actually drain things. it. things. Yeah, just swamp things. You know? <laughs> Shout out Gators Daily. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, politics, depressing as usual. I guess another thing in politics is, uh, what's, that, what's that lady's name? She's really good with Twitter. She posts lots of pictures that she shouldn't. <laughs> uh. Yeah, there was a scandal that broke today where uh, uh, White House, some like something or other. What did she do at the White House? She, she was, was uh, ed- education. No, no, that's that Betsy DeVos. DeVos. Uh, she was. She was just one of those people who was like kind of there. She was a special advisor. She was a floater, in a the, hustler. She was a wild card. Yeah, they <laughs> like, call her the wild, the wild card, card of the, of the like cabinet. always sunny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you always need a wild card. Wild card. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Kellyanne Conway posted a nude picture of her daughter on Twitter. Uh, her daughter, who is 16 years old. <laughs> so that happened today. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I, I logged on to Twitter this morning. And I was like, why is everyone fucking talking about Kellyanne Conway? She's gone. And it was because she posted a nude picture of her daughter. <laughs> uh, on her fleets or whatever those things are called on Twitter. Whatever your story is. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. It'd be interesting to hear her daughter's response to that. Yeah. She's all over uh, TikTok, right? It would be interesting to hear. It's also interesting that they immediately always go with the I was hacked defense. And it was like... You Claudia were, Kanye, Conway, right? Claudia, yeah. Yeah. You were hacked of your daughter's nude photo that was on your phone. That's a weird thing to have. 
Yeah, those are all. That is a little weird. Right? Yeah, like just in general. Just in general, even if it didn't get posted, it's yeah. a weird thing to have on your phone. <laughs> Why? I just like, I don't know. Makes like, no sense. We were talking earlier that that's like the most toxic family on the like face of the earth. Yeah, I've seen a, a few of the TikToks that have been posted because they get like upvoted on Reddit. Yeah. And it just seems like the most toxic household. Yep. Yeah. Like, get, get child protective services over there. So for real. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hurry. They're, they're too white and upper class to have that be a problem. No, but no, someone no, should no. help this child out. Like, that's, <laughs> it doesn't seem like a healthy that's not way to what grow that was, up. That place was designed for, John. Yeah. Everyone knows CPS is for mothers who are on food stamps. I saw a video on TikTok from, from Claudia Conway or whatever, and... At one point, Kelly and Conway says, you're just lucky I'm pro-life. And it was like, <laughs> I didn't know it was a threat to murder her currently or a threat uh, to have aborted her at some point or what. Like, I didn't really get what the, the yeah, intended dude. message was. Like, I should have aborted you. That seems kind of mean. And also, like, I sh- I wish I could kill you now, but I'm pro-life. Like, I don't... Like, Either way, it's just not yeah. good. <laughs> Either way, it's a fucked up thing for a parent to say to their child. It's always sunny. It's just, no, but it's the implication. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the implication was you should be dead. It just, was it 16 years ago? I'm not actually going to kill her, but it's the implication. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird household, man. I don't really get it. Um, yeah, that's a quick drive-by news. I think in other news, we should play our clips from Fox News. Oh, we should play um, from Fox News. A little bit of background. A lot of us thought January 6th was a bad thing. Um, but it turns out Fox News is mad some of their viewership is going to OAN and Newsmax. So, <laughs> so now they're, they're trying to back. finish. Yeah, they're All trying to the Q train. Yeah. <laughs> they're just trying to spin it as, you know what? Everyone's got a right to their difference of opinions. <laughs> Next stop, deep state conspiracies. Yeah. I guess let's start with the Tucker Carlson. Let's go Tucker one. first. All right. The real threat is a forbidden idea. It's something called QAnon. <gasps> Forbidden idea. Next, what to do about QAnon and its droves of loyal followers? Is it too little, too late to bring our loved ones back to reality? Many of those who believe the totally unfounded conspiracies and prophecies of QAnon expected January 20th to be Judgment Day. As far-right figures and QAnon conspiracy theorists are joined by Trump supporters who believe the election was stolen. QAnon is better viewed as an on-ramp to various different extremism circles. How many people in the country have been marinated uh, in these conspiracy theories, QAnon craziness, uh, and it is frightening. Ooh, Mr. Tom Friedman thinks this is all pretty frightening. And he's right. James but not, not scary at all. Reasons he thinks. We're watching a profound change taking place in American society, and it's happening very fast. The stakes could not be higher. There is a clear line between democracy and tyranny, between self-government and dictatorship. And here's what that line is. That line is your conscience. <laughs> Not they the people trying to overthrow that. the Capitol. No, Everyone should tell you what to do. Controlling the behavior of citizens is one of the basic prerogatives of any organized society. That's why we have it. Government can try to prevent you from committing murder, probably or, rape, good idea. or speeding or jaywalking. That's all allowed. It's legitimate. But no democratic government can ever tell you what to think. Your mind belongs to you. It is yours and George yours Orwell. alone. We can tell you what you probably should think. To what you believe, they are no longer politicians. They are by definition dictators. And if they succeed in controlling what you yes. believe, you are no longer a citizen. You are not a free man. You are a slave. 
So yes, love Tom that Friedman, word. this is frightening. It's everywhere all of a sudden. No one is pushing back. Actually, white and conservatives are so the slaves. Almost every yeah. one of them join the mob of <laughs> censors, hysterics, and Jacobin destroyers, all working on behalf of entrenched power to take total control of everything. Yeah. So by definition, dictatorship. Uh, you yeah. know, like it's it's. It's like they've never heard of school. You know, like I've, like imagine you go to school and your math teacher's like two plus two is four. You can't tell like, me what to do. Yeah, exactly. In my opinion, it's seven. <laughs> <laughs> and you are a slave driver if you tell me otherwise. <laughs> like I don't, I don't fucking get it, man. Like. I you, you would have oh my god I don't it's so upsetting I actually believe that the earth that, that the United States is seven thousand years old yeah. actually so. and it's actually the center of the universe it's the United the, States the, specifically, specifically. Yeah. yes so <laughs> not the if you tell me otherwise you're actually uh, infringing on my religious rights I don't know man it just it, like they're they're. There's an active PR campaign to benefit QAnon. Yeah, like yeah. I thought, like I thought that would be a general shared point of like, huh? Maybe believing the U.S. is controlled by a pedophile cabal on both sides of the aisle is a bad thing. But <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. there has to be someone in the Fox News food chain, yeah. right? Who's handed down what to report on and stuff like that. Well, because we have the... a second clip. <laughs> like it was definitely the news that exactly. was happening that night. Who's the person who's just sitting there and going, oh? Oh, what? What are you? Okay, let's fucking do it. Just We're having a fucking blast. Let's get it. <laughs> we're doing my story that I've submitted every week. We're, we're doing it now. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, I yeah. It, it's it's a scary thought. It's, yeah. It's a scary thought that we're just gonna normalize the idea of QAnon belief as like, meh. Everyone's you're entitled to your own opinion. You know. <laughs> It is what it is. They just have different yeah. facts. Some people believe believe different things, you know? Poe Buddy's nerfed. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's check out our second, uh, a Newsmax. I mean, uh, uh, the Fox, Fox clip, Fox what, whatever yeah. this is. Underground, force everyday Americans to live in fear, encourage neighbor to snitch on neighbor, family to snitch on family, American the against America. The QAnon hotline. <laughs> My friends, the message is clear. If you're a conservative, who has any questions about election irregularities, then you better shut up if you want to keep your job. First Amendment, or not storm the Capitol. forget about it. Which makes it all the more ironic <laughs> that it's being cheered on by the no media. No one lost their job for saying, hey, Do you think we have a problem yeah. with infiltration in law enforcement in the military? And it's going to take a while for us to both de-radicalize and remove um, those elements from positions of authority. True. This screening needs to happen across the entire military and... We should be removing people that are members, even if they are not active members, because it's really against their oath of office. You can't stand by idly and True. see people in uniform, whether it's law enforcement or military, have QAnon patches on. Probably a bad idea. This is absolutely poisonous for the country. <laughs> Republicans have to stand up and stop Democrats from targeting our active duty military personnel or our vets. These men and women have endured oftentimes repeated tours of duty abroad, risking life and limb, many times coming back to destroyed families, and now they're viewed with suspicion hmm. and targeted by elected officials at home? Republicans what? need to step up in unison and demand that the Defense Department and the Biden administration 
clearly define what they co think constitutes extremism. They should, yes. Now, if a member of the military voted for saying. Trump, yeah. does that make him an extremist? No. Now, what if someone complains on Facebook that the federal government... There's 70 million extremists in the Yeah, no, right? <laughs> They're oh. trying to blur the line between being a Trump supporter and full-on believing in QAnon. Well, and what's funny is this is always the, the right point... Right out of the QAnon playbook. Yeah. <laughs> it's, this is the playbook that gets wielded all the time. Like, when uh, Twitter started... Uh, when people were asking Twitter why they weren't banning Nazi content, like, originally yeah. from, their, from their thing, it was like... It would catch too many GOP lawmakers, lawmakers yeah. up in the, the <laughs> algorithms. Yeah. So maybe that's a, a room for some self-reflection there on why the extremism term is so e easily tied yeah. to your identity. Yeah. And then also, that that's not the same thing. It's like the slippery slope thing that they also yeah. always do. It's like, oh, 100%. That's, that's exactly next? what like, she was doing. Yeah, was like, like, well, you know, if they ban white yeah. supremacists and QAnon believers, what's next? Voting for Trump? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like... No, that's not. It's different Start categories. Picking people off the streets for, with black vans because they yeah. have MAGA hats on. Yeah, well, when she had that thing of, like, ratting on your neighbor, it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, they had a tip line for people who stormed the Capitol and yeah. beat a cop to death. Yes, that did Th those happen. people who Facebook streamed it to their friends and family? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that daughter who ratted out her mom for, like, being an asshole and being yeah. there. Yeah. Like, that happened, yeah. but Wasn't like that one of the private jet loans? Uh, I don't know if she was. There was one story where it was really funny where the mom told her daughter, don't go to BLM protests. And then They're violent and you'll get yeah, murdered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she went and stormed the Capitol and her daughter ratted her ass out. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a scary thought uh, that they're taking this approach with it. Like, because at first they were trying to do the whole thing of like, we denounce the criminals and terrorists who did this at the Capitol, and now they're like, well, you know, I, what actually yeah. is a terrorist? Yeah, exactly. What is an extremist? They better define it, otherwise it's all Trump supporters and Republicans. So uh, you better get on that definition. When really all everyone's asking is like, can we get the white supremacists and crazy people who believe in QAnon? out of there yeah like police and military probably not good yeah upper levels of government probably not good that seems like a pretty easy ask pretty big conflict of interest seems pretty yeah. illegal you know seems like if you're supposed to defend all citizens and you hate certain colors of those citizens maybe you shouldn't be the one defending all the citizens right or, huh. or if you're part of a, a group that believes that the yeah. government is a is a deep state cabal that you're and all democrats are evil child raping pedophiles then you probably shouldn't be in high yeah. levels of government right maybe a conflict of interest gonna shoot someone with one of those coexist stickers on the back of their car Right, exactly. <laughs> I was doing my city. Yeah, right. They were clearly part of the cabal. There was someone who was like a, a QAnon person beginning of this uh, primary cycle, and uh, someone was driving a Prius or some other kind of vehicle with a Bernie sticker on the back Damn. out in the out in the country. I could be victimized. I'm just yeah. asking for it. Yeah, so the the, uh, the tow truck driver drove all the way out to way past where the town was, oh, middle yeah. of the field, and yeah. then like saw that there was it was a Prius and a Bernie sticker and just left her there. Damn. Just dipped. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did read more into that story and that uh, that tow company is no longer a part of AAA. So that's a big point. That's I'd a imagine. Big part of your yeah. business. Yeah. So they paid for it because turns out a lot of big businesses don't give a fuck about your political leanings. When you cost them money, yeah. they care a lot. Yeah, it's like, oh, free freedom of speech. Go ahead. Do what you want. Yeah. But 
So the second you this cost me market. a dime, this yeah. is the market responding. Yeah, I remember there was a Twitter post like two weeks ago where a guy got a job after being in the Trump admin. Yeah. And it was for, like he was a PR guy for like hockey teams or something. And one of the hockey teams came out and were like, we don't want to deal with that guy. Get rid of him or we'll get rid of you. And obviously the PR company fired his ass because he's a low-level guy in a I PR firm. I just don't understand. It's, like, it's yeah. like driving Uber and be like, Uber's a bunch of fucking idiots and I hate trash yeah. talk Uber and do a bunch of stuff. Uber lets you go and yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Well, it's what we all learn is like you, you're usually supposed to keep politics out of the office because if your political views cost them business, they're going to fire you because it yeah. turns out no businesses actually care about you. Yep. They care about the bottom line. And if you cost them a hockey team, they'd rather have the hockey team than you. <laughs> like that. It's Or Josh Hawley with being like, man, my First Amendment rights been violated. I'm being muzzled. <laughs> You're a senator, man. You can call a press conference. They just don't want to deal with you because it's bad business. The, like the biggest pedestal in the world. Yeah. And crying about being The second busi- biggest. The biggest one was President Trump being like, I don't know how to talk to the people. What do I do without Twitter? <laughs> so something, uh, we have something called a press room. <laughs> Literally, <coughs> where some of the biggest news has ever yeah. been announced. There's no, there's no way that Trump couldn't get a message out to just about every person yeah. in the U.S. Oh, for sure. Without yeah. Twitter. Yeah. No, you that's... see smoke signals rising <laughs> from the back lawn. <laughs> well, yeah. I know no other way. <laughs> it's holding up a big sign on the front lawn. <laughs> Bunch of fucking Someone post this. (laughs) Baron Baron kicked me off of his Twitter. (laughs) Oh Lord, man. It's yeah. It's weird uh, messages from his uh Baron's Club Penguin account. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fuck. (laughs) Come to Washington on January twentieth. We're gonna take this country back. It's gonna be crazy. We're gonna do it. (laughs) Penguins unite. Oh, Lord. Did any of you guys actually watch the inauguration? Because I didn't this year. No, I did not. No, I, I watched all of it. Did you? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. All right. Um, oh, God. Let's see. What was her name? She uh, She had a... Yeah, Amanda Gorman kind of stole the show. Really? Yeah. Uh, I definitely recommend going to listen to her uh, her poem. It was like five minutes long, and it was, it was pretty good. All right. So... Uh, she really stole the show, but besides that, it was a bunch of people pissed. Garth Brooks sang, and they're like, "I'm yeah. never listening to Garth Brooks again." <laughs> and it was. Oh lord! I mean, it was. Biden came up, and he had a pretty decent, decent speech. Uh, one of the, one of the better ones I've ever seen from Biden. He'll for be sure, fine. for sure. And yeah. a bunch of people were uh, saying, you know, it was the best inauguration speech ever. And it was like, yeah. okay, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. But people are just happy that Trump's gone. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Besides that, it was, you know, really nothing. It was kind of funny. You, you just see uh, Pence standing up there just all by himself. Just, like, no one <laughs> to talk to. <laughs> like, everyone's like, oh, congratulations. Pence is like, um, hi. Peaceful just transition like, to government. Uh, awkward, <laughs> awkward waves. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, they're all, yeah. So, but yeah, not much happened after that. Good. I heard Tom Hanks was there and reminded me of that like Simpsons bit where it's like, I'm Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. <laughs> the government's lost all of its credibility, so, so it's they're borrowing, borrowing mine. <laughs> 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 Why is the Simpsons We're always dead on the in nose? The Simpsons yeah. universe. <laughs> oh god. 
It's so fucking depressing, man. <laughs> I went and watched the uh, Simpsons episode the other day where the two uh, Martians run as the different oh, yeah. parties for president. Yeah. You have to pick one of us. It's a two-party system. <laughs> Wasn't one Marge of them getting on, dragged? Like, kill all of humans, and yeah, one was like, kill, kill half yeah, some humans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, don't blame me. I voted for Glandar. <laughs> That's the beauty of the system we're in. There was talk this week that Trump was going to start a patriot party. Um, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, supposedly he failed, but he did open the office of the former president of the United States. The office of did the you see former that? president of the United <laughs> States. He put it out on official letterhead. That's the office of I used to be president, so please listen. <laughs> you know how every president, uh, other just, than Trump, just shuts the fuck up and disappears? Just the Goes, most perfect. Builds a library. Yeah. Write a book in 10 yeah. years. Did you see the list of die. statues that he wants? Yeah. That was great. It's insane. That was great. It's just like a random name generator of yeah. historical yeah. figures. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the top 10,000 Americans. Pick 50 at random. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Trump has proposed 244 historical figures, uh, included Sam Adams, uh, John Adams, Muhammad Ali, Susan B. Anthony, Hannah Arendt, Neil Armstrong, JFK. JFK. Uh, we've got Irving Berlin. He's Where a are they planning to put these 240 right? statues? Kobe Bryant. Good. William Get F. Kobe Buckley Jr. No, <laughs> no. I'll pass on that I'm one. just glad they have a sports section. Ulysses <laughs> <laughs> S. Grant. Yeah. We got uh, Ray Charles. Edgar Allan Poe. Nat King Cole. Elvis. Miles Davis. Walter Reed. Emily Dickinson. So they Walt have a sports Disney. section, an author section, and a, racist a musician section. section, and a racist section. <laughs> John we got, Wayne. We got Frederick Douglass like five names away from Walt Disney, and that's just so <laughs> funny to Walt me. Walt would not stand for that. <laughs> Thomas Edison, two socialists, love that. Francis Scott Key. Albert Einstein. Oh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is on there. Yeah, yeah. I heard there was Antonin Scalia, too. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Henry Ford, Eisenhower, Ellington. Yeah, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson. This is, like, literally just, like, most influential names, Google. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trump, list off people you can remember. <laughs> Historians question the scattershot nature of Trump's proposals. <laughs> no shit. No shit. Uh, like, yeah. Nope. Pretty solid. <laughs> well, in international news, we've got some uh, uh, some dope uprising stuff that's still going on. That's been going on since November uh, in Haiti and a few other places around around the world. Mm. Haiti is rising up, uh, calling for the resignation of the president yeah. after a lot of. Uh, Really, really dark stuff coming out, and um, just very complicit in like kidnappings and stuff. International kidnappings are on the rise, and the the national yeah. federal services there are not in, putting any kind of investigation yeah. into it and all that kind of stuff. So. I know Putin's getting protested. Putin, for Putin is Navalny. They, or whatever yeah, his name yeah is. they arrested Navalny, and the protesters are going. Do you hear about hard. Putin's one billion dollar mansion? No. Yes. Yeah, so... Nova Not surprised, but yeah. Yeah, Navalny got arrested. I'm sorry if I'm butchering his name. But he got arrested, and then he had, like, 
things already taped to slowly trickle out after he's been arrested and one which was genius that is genius. yeah it was so super super tight by this guy yeah um one of them was a like a, a whole documentary about corruption in russia f- centered around uh putin built a one billion dollar with a b house on the coast of the black sea uh and it's just a giant fucking castle yeah and it's, the, the funny thing yeah. is uh, i I forget what I watched, but it was like a deep dive into what Putin, you know, they say Putin suppo- like supposedly, you know, like yeah. one of the richest people in the entire world. Well, yet so by official state, documents, his net like, worth is like 60 grand. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he has a station wagon and a one bedroom yeah. house. <laughs> the garage is underneath. Yeah. That's hilarious. Just like every other business owner yeah. in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's great comparing his state, uh, like stated net worth versus like what people's estimates of his net worth. He's are. got like islands and all sorts of yeah. crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like make an oligarch look broke. <laughs> yeah. So, so the the people who built the mansion, they were all supposed to keep it a secret, like sign like non disclosure agreements and shit. Mm-hmm. But then there was all these construction guys just like on like TikTok and shit, just like Building this, this is mansion. me in the mansion. <laughs> so so. Navalny leaked that about his $1 billion mansion, which supposedly was built in such a shoddy way that they were having mold problems, because it was just so massive, and with like not the correct air filtration system for something that size. It's like NASA's fucking hangar for that. Yeah, no, straight up, (laughs) yeah. I think it had like like, hundreds of rooms. It has like clouds on top. Yeah. (laughs) This mansion has four clouds. (laughs) (laughs) So Navalny leaked that, and then he also leaked a video that was like, I will never commit suicide ever. <laughs> I feel I'm like at that point, perfect health, body and mind. I'm not killing myself. At that point, <laughs> Putin just needs to steer into the skid. And, like, this is the rain room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's it's supposedly been putting him in a kind of a tough spot for being a dictator of a country, which is like, well, if I kill him, everyone's gonna be mad at me. <laughs> And suicide's off the table. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he took suicide. I can't just suicide him out of a six-story window. Yeah. He tripped down the stairs. Yeah. I thought they were going to go with COVID. Out of my hands. Oh, he was in yeah. prison, caught COVID. <laughs> Put someone specifically with, yeah. tested yeah. positive for COVID in, a, in isolation <laughs> with him. A bunch of super sick people in there. <laughs> in the room. Just a bunch of different illnesses. Nothing we could have done. <laughs> I am, minister, died of I am minister of prison plate. health, and we tried. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh my How did God. he have smallpox, too? <laughs> Jesus, is that anthrax? What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Unavoidable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. tragedy. Yeah, yeah. And the Biden admin is asking them to release Navalny or whatever. <laughs> and Putin's just Ooh, like, Ooh, yeah. I'll oh, get, I'll get right on it. <laughs> Coming up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they've been waiting to sanction Russia, though. So I think they might, in, in concert with the EU, sanction Russia. <laughs> just because they want to do it anyway. And this yeah. is a perfect excuse. <laughs> and we're back to dick swinging. Yeah. Yeah. Cold War 2 two is going good. We got two different enemies, Russia and China Russia this time. Russia and China, yeah. yeah. 2v1. Yeah. Yeah. Level 2 is always Couldn't take us last one. time. Yeah. 
Everyone loved World War and World War Two, but Cold War and Cold War Two. Yeah, really that's where it's got to come from. Yeah. Nuclear annihilation. Call of Duty's running out of ideas. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> they really need a Cold War Two. <laughs> they need something to happen yeah. really, really bad. No, I, they're running out of ideas. They're just gonna like Spanish American War. You're like, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> I would actually Call love if they did that. <laughs> Call of Duty, the Battle of Bunker Hill. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Battle of the Bulge. Uh, Call of Duty, eighteen twelve. <laughs> 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 Trying to defend the White House. <laughs> I, they, they're gonna run out of enough ideas, and they're just gonna come up with fucking Call of Duty Vietnam or something. Yeah. and it's just like, whoa. I think they, they kind did. of did that. Black Ops. That's why we're Black Ops Black was. Ops yeah, Black Ops. Okay. Uh, Black Ops one, not yeah. Black Ops two, but Black Ops one. But that's kind of the theme of that one. <laughs> yeah, it was like the lead up to the yeah, big invasion. Like, this of, is what the CIA is doing, yeah. and it's not messed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like how a lot of that is CIA propaganda. It's yeah. my favorite. Oh, 100%. Like, I love playing the game so much, and I'm just like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except just the destabilizing new one an entire ass. country right now. Yeah, true. You got it. <laughs> it's for shut a good up, cause. Shut <laughs> off the power grid to lower Laos in this mission. <laughs> They'll starve them out. <laughs> that way, when the troops get here, they won't have as much resistance. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's so true. That's so true, the Call of Duty franchise. <laughs> Damn it, I was trying to think of a funny napalm joke, but I didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm trying to think if they ever had to napalm someone. The, the napalm will light the way. <laughs> I remember early 2000s, they had that one where you're a terrorist in an airport. Uh, in Modern Warfare, Warfare 2, 2 yeah. yeah. No Russian. That was classic. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little warning before the scene of like, do you want to murder civilians? If not, you can skip it. <laughs> and we were all like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see it. That'd be a fun statistic to see how many people yeah. skipped it. <laughs> how the 3% who skipped it live their life. <laughs> Are they happy? They're at people? brunch right now. Yeah. <laughs> Who's who's Trump? Yeah, who's Trump? He's out. We're back at brunch. They have a happy family. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh Jesus. So what's going on with the stock market, John? Uh, uh, we'll do a quick explainer on this because I don't understand how the stock market works, but yeah. it's it's very very. Again, a call to some to some of our economically minded and yeah. financially minded listeners. Yeah. So uh, I, have I have a buddy who's a day trader. We could probably get him on here one time. I have a proposition here. Yeah. Use this as like the slightly improvised, and I want you to be a hundred percent expert on the stock market. Everything yeah. you say is exactly. This is the absolute. This truth. is the absolute truth. Okay, so I'll, I'll walk. I'll walk you through it in the way I understand it. Uh, so a couple big Wall Street firms took out big short positions on GameStop because we're in a retail apocalypse. Can you explain yeah. what a short is? Yeah, yeah. So we're in a retail apocalypse. Shorting is basically betting against a stock. Yeah. And the way I understand it, you basically uh, – every short position is 100 shares. So you basically agree – you take 100 shares at the current price, the current price from sell the them, yeah. and then you agree to rebuy it later at what you hope is a lesser price, which nets you money, essentially, yeah. is what I understand a short position to me. Um, so 
a couple big investing firms, including a firm called Melvin Capital, uh, headed by someone whose last name is Melvin, I believe. He looks like a nerd. Um, Melvin is the classic term for nerd. Yeah, so, right up. Great. Exactly. That's perfect. Melvin. So, Capital. Yeah. So, so Melvin Capital's whole move was to essentially build a fence around a short position where they got to buy all the short positions at an expensive price that most normal, what they're called retail investors, it's like when me or you invest, versus institutional investors. So they'd buy a bunch of shorts around a position that they thought the stock was going to hit and then buy everything next to it so it's too pr- high for everyone else to buy. Well, uh, uh, a few retail investors... Um, decided that they were actually going to buy puts or actually sorry calls which is the opposite of a short it's saying i think the stock's going to go up um so one famous uh redditor uh on wall street bets where a lot of this memeing came from uh placed a fifty three thousand dollar bet that actually the stock was going to skyrocket around this point and because it did, and all these other investors, retail investors, hopped on the bandwagon that actually were going to blow up the price of GameStop by buying all these calls and buying shares of GameStop. Uh, they actually boosted the price of GameStop in the last week from $15 to a high of $200 and <laughs> right, right now hanging around $140. <laughs> So what people are are basically comparing to, it's, it's a war of the retail investor versus the institutional investor. You have Wall Street who always rigs the game like they do when they, they buy their short positions and build a fence around it that no one else can buy. And the retail investors came back and were like, oh, you're way over positioned on this. So all we have to do is drive up the price a little bit. And Melvin Capital so far has lost $5 billion and 30% of their net worth this year. <laughs> Just in the month of January. <laughs> Oh, God. So, so now, now the funnier new segment of this is uh, the institutional investors are continuing to short the price because, in in theory, this is way too high of an evaluation for GameStop. <laughs> it's just it's just whose money's going to win out. Yeah. So you have the institutional investors still continuing to short it just further out, uh, essentially betting that at some point it's going to go down. But now you have whales. Uh, like I can't pronounce his name, but like Chamath Palapati or whatever his name oh, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like one of the early founders of Facebook, mm-hmm. and now he's just like a hedge fund guy yeah. who's actually a really cool he's guy. Like, he, he, has, he has really cool opinions. Things with his money and, but and, today yeah. he came out and was like, what should I do with this investment? You guys tell me and I'll do it. And so he bought like 100,000 options for 115 price point for GameStop in February. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> And then later this afternoon, Elon, Elon Musk posted... Uh, uh, game stonks and linked back to Wall Street bets. <laughs> so now you have uh, Chamath, who's for sure in. He he posted that he p- called these options or bought these options. So now, uh, essentially, yesterday, what it looked like was the institutional investors are going to win unless the retail investors can recruit a whale to also place that bet because the institutional investors get to bet with billions of dollars right. and retail investors can usually only bet with like thousands, tens of thousands, even hundreds of dollars. Um, so they needed a whale to be on their side to yeah. continue this this fuck Wave. you to Wall Street. Yeah. 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 And now Chamath and maybe Elon Musk are hopping on just because it's so fucking funny. Yeah. It's like the biggest middle finger to Wall Street that's happened in a long ass time. It's like <laughs> <laughs> we will will this stock up above a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're 
calling it the Bitcoin curve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it's straight up a battle of willpower where, yeah. like, if you have enough people who agree the stocks, the stock is just a measure of, of people's feelings towards it, right? Yeah, it's mass so, psychology. Yeah, yeah, so if you have enough people who agree the stock should be worth, uh, I've even seen numbers of people think it's going to go up to 1,000. I think that's absurd, but who the fuck knows? Because <laughs> yeah. they just keep fucking buying it. That's so You know, funny. like, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the most insane thing that's happened in a long-ass time. And obviously, like, uh, supposedly GameStop got a, a new board and a new uh, CEO. So people are saying their valuation should actually be a little higher. But that would necessitate a jumping from, like, 15 to, like, 30 or 40. Right. This, Not... is, this is a battle of, like, the meme bubble. And it's a larger statement on uh, – what people are calling meme stocks or yeah. story stocks, which is like, why is Tesla's valuation like twice as much as all other automakers combined? Does that make sense? Or is it just that Tesla's a good story and a funny meme yeah. to put all your all your money in Tesla and watch it go to the moon, you know? Yeah. So this is like the smaller microcosm of that of like, well, we all just agreed we're going to ride GameStop out. So everyone keep buying GameStop. Yep. And, you know, like at some point it might fall again. But right now it seems like... Uh, yesterday it, it, I think fell to, to like $70 yeah. and now it's back up at 140. Yeah. Like people are just willing this stock to go higher and higher. And then all the institutional investors who bet against it are losing billions of dollars. Yep. And it's so funny to watch. <laughs> it, it's, it's great that it, it's like a very visual thing about like yeah. how the internet has changed our economy so yeah. much. And this is the, just the most volatile form of it yet. But it's been existing. It's been slowly building for a while. Because if you think about back in like even like 2006, 2008, when the internet was still young and it wasn't really like a coming together of ideas in the way yeah. that it is now, uh, the only people, at least financially, that have like big sway over the over the way that like you you were saying, yeah. retail investors invest their money, day to day, you know, day traders, stuff like that. Uh, is like CNBC yeah. and, and Fox Business and like all these yeah. guys, and they think in the same mentality that yeah. all of these institutional people do, or or at least there used to be a barrier to entry, right? right. Like it used to, it, you anyone could open a TD Ameritrade account or whatever, but every time you wanted to make a trade, you'd pay seven dollars. Yeah. So you'd have to make sure whatever trade you did was worth, worth more it. than seven dollars yeah. or whatever. So there was always a barrier to entry from just like fucks like us or like I'm even in in Robin Hood betting right now and obviously i don't know how the fuck the stock market works i'm just using it as a platform for gambling which i think a lot of the other people who use Robinhood are it's fun adult yeah, gambling it's fun adult gambling especially with options trading because it can swing 300 percent either way a lot of times so it's like well i'll either triple my money or i'll lose a shit ton like we'll yeah, see. see what happens yeah you know but uh there was always a barrier to entry which kept like everyday fucks like us with an extra grand from playing with the big dogs but now since the advent of like robin hood and a bunch of other fee uh, or transaction fee uh, free platforms anyone can go in and buy stocks that they believe in even parts of a stock and yeah. can't afford the full stock you know so now the volatility of something like reddit where communities can build their own yeah. like language Team and, up and, and a way to way to operate then everyone can be involved yeah because before even when there was reddit and q or like you know q like uh, 4chan and all yeah. the boards and stuff that people could spread their ideas on there was no way for them to enact anything in a global econ economic yeah. economistic way. Like, or it's hard, like, 
uh, like 4chan, the post just post, right? Yeah. Reddit, the post get upvoted. So now say you're the top post on Wall Street bets with like 400,000 user engagement, maybe 50,000 of those people will agree to make the same bet as you, you know? And right. then you do. And then once that works for a day, then you have all the bandwagoners who hop on who yeah. are like... like Second swing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The stock was going up on Friday and going back down. And it seemed like it would fall back down. But then Monday, you had all these people who were like... GameStop's going wild right now. I'll buy a shit ton of GameStop. You know? <laughs> like, like they don't look into it a shit ton. Like in the same yeah. way, I don't look into my bets a shit ton. I just like have a feeling or read a post or whatever, and I'm like, oh, GameStop is what we're doing. I'm All on right. board. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and and he, I was even reading Wall Street bets the other day, and a lot of people were like fuck it man i'm in like worst case scenario i lose 10 grand i'm already up 10 grand this week and yeah. it fucks with wall street you're telling me that like that's yeah yeah yeah. Fuck with- I'll, yeah i'll pay 10 grand to fuck with wall street fuck it you know like yeah and that's the vibe a lot of these investors have is just like this is what we're doing this week this is this week's activity like yeah. i'm in like this is awesome it, it, and it just puts plainly how how fake the the like precedent that we place yeah. on the stock market is oh it's yeah all like we said at the beginning mass psychology yeah it's just the way people feel the feelings of people about how yeah trustworthy this and Mel- is. melvin capital was supposedly is. bailed out by another investment firm to the tune of like three billion dollars and I, I i think it's because wall street always had their like their playground where only they can play and that's why hey if we if we tanked melvin yeah. with a good, good exactly play, fine but yeah not, fair enough not but not bullshit. you yeah, yeah exactly you outsiders and that's why they always have to have weird terms to explain things you know like uh, uh, the volatility of stocks all like the gammas and the thetas and all that weird greek shit it's like they they make it harder to understand than a lot of people who put in their time can understand yeah because it's supposed to keep you out of the ball game yeah but now anyone's allowed in the ball game that's that's the whole point of robin hood was and who knows maybe that causes a market crash because there's people like me and and millions of others just placing bets that yeah. we don't know if they'll pay out or not you know but um there used to be a fence around wall street and now there's not any idiot with a few hundred bucks can come in and play yep. and i think it's really upsetting to the wall street people because like oh, you yeah. said like they used to plan when things would crash and when they wouldn't yep. and how much money they were going to make if GameStop was shorted successfully this time and all that and shit. where to hoard resources for when they know the crash is yeah, coming well exactly before they let the people on yeah. exactly yeah. but now like GameStop was supposed to crash because of all these short positions, but the internet decided, no, it's going the opposite way because yeah. I can quadruple my money and that would be super funny. So <laughs> I'm in, <laughs> you know, like it, it's, yeah, it's the normalization of the stock market. And I think it's going to make it really hard for Wall Street to to fathom and come to terms with. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going to have to do some rethinking on a lot of strategies yeah. and planning. I, yeah, I think so, and I, I wouldn't put it past them to, like, lobby for some form of legislation against, like, everyday people just fucking gambling at, on the stock market, you know? Like, or that seems like, like a very Wall Street, Wall Street thing to do. Things, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, like putting, exactly. Putting limits on that. Like, call that market manipulation. Yeah, and, yeah. and so, yeah, you, you have as to ban it, Wall Street. Be- yeah, as, as if they're not in a back room together <laughs> yeah. figuring out how to manipulate the market this Literally week. Literally, their job is to manipulate the <laughs> stock price of their own to be higher. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking wild, man. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to bring that story because even if I, I don't know a lot about the stock market, it is one of the most interesting things happening this week. Yeah. And it's fucking wild to watch. I've been watching it all week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we have a pretty funny chaser. We do have a good chaser. Else? Yeah. Um, do we have time? I mean, it's only 54. Do we have time for two videos? Yeah, sure. I've got one. It's an old one. Right. It just came up on my feed and I really want to play it. 
It's it's a little better visually, but the audio you can understand what's going on. Essentially, uh, this video is these two. Uh, libertarian fellows. They've got, uh, I think they're anarcho-capitalists, which is like the black and yellow flag that they that they fly. And um, is it the guys who were pulled over? No, wow. these guys were walking with guns into a police station. Oh no, this is the people. <laughs> yeah, they got pulled over, and then they were like, "Well, we're gonna go file a complaint." It's <laughs> 100% We felt uh, a little afraid for our lives when we were pulled over, so we figured oh, we'd better yeah, they protect the ourselves. <laughs> that only works to save your cop. <laughs> I was afraid for my Walking life. Walking in with two ARs right now to the police station after getting pulled over. Sunglasses on. Gas station sunglasses and a ball of Put it on the ground! I'm not trying to put it on the ground now! Put it on the ground! <laughs> so yeah, it turns out walking in with an AR and body armor and your face covered it's isn't not a, a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, funnily enough, I think these guys got sentenced to a felony they and did. lost their right to possess firearms. They so, did. Yeah, the judge came out and was like, look, you do have a right to carry a gun, but the body armor and covering your face, uh, I'm surprised you weren't shot. <laughs> <laughs> How didn't you die? Yeah, no, that's basically how the judge was framing it. Of like, it sounded like the judge was basically creating their defense for if they shot them. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I, I wouldn't have put it past him to, to shoot you. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would have. You guys got real lucky there because they would have got off. <laughs> Due to the whiteness of the defendants. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he was just saying basically, like, wow, you walk in with body armor and your face covered, uh, that's a shooting. <laughs> Don't dress like a terrorist yeah, when yeah. you walk into a police I, station. I didn't, I didn't see this when it first came up. So at first I was like, oh, they got their faces covered. Like, you know, it's COVID, whatever. I feel like it makes this sense. This was a long Yeah, it was time a long again. time ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the judge was not having it. <laughs> oh, hello, pores. I'm back with more shiny crumbs for you. Well, you did it. You got your $15 an hour. It's that thing you've been asking for for 10 years, and now you finally have it five years from now. Just think, <laughs> in one hour, you'll make 15 whole dollars before tax. Okay, Mr. Moneybags, look at you running around above the poverty line. God, there's so many things you can buy with $15. You can buy four-fifths of a Los Angeles restaurant hamburger before tip. Treat yourself to a couple gallons of the lowest-tier gasoline. You can buy three hours of parking at the Santa Monica Pier, or two hours of parking at your local hospital. <laughs> Half the cost of streaming the live-action Mulan. But it's enough to stream the movie Click on Amazon Prime five times. <laughs> That's a whole lot of the Sandman. If you work full-time on 15 an hour, you can afford a downtown studio apartment, as long as you don't need to eat or drive. $15 will get you one bottle of cold-pressed apple cayenne juice. That's supposed to be good for you. You should try it, because we're not gonna give you health insurance. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we talked about it last time, but fifteen dollars an hour might be coming down the pike. <laughs> yep. 
little too little too late, but little, you know too what? Too little too late. You know what I heard too? They're not going to tack it to inflation. They're going to tack it to median, to gro- median, median net worth or median hourly income yes, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, which is like the most stagnant measure possible yeah. uh, that you could measure income by. Yeah, because it t- turns out there's more people at the top making yeah. a lot of money than there are at the bottom. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound right. They'll probably count everyone who's left the economy, too, and be like, zero, 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 <laughs> one, two. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that was the chaser, so. Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. Later. Later.